When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, it's time to go. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and it's time for the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds in it. Forced upon me, can't refuse it. Didn't seek it, didn't choose it. But it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it just a tiny little minute. But our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be with you wherever you may be in the world because some of you listen on this radio network working some listen on the podcast and some of you are sharing it every which way you can with your friends and family members and I'm excited about the fact that you're sharing it because we want everybody we can reach everybody we can talk to everybody we can touch to grow grow in their health their wealth and their wisdom and so that is why we do this show and that is why I'm grateful that the show has become the number one self-help show in America and it's all because of
love you. So thank you. And I'm grateful for each and every minute I get on this show. You know, I start with God's minute and then I take a minute to give God some glory, to thank him for life and strength and health. Thank him for all the gifts and blessings and, and, and bountiful uh, undertakings that have come my way because it's been such a blessing. And even the challenges, ooh, even the challenges, I grow through them. I don't just go through them. I grow through them and I get bigger and better on the other side of them. And that's why I encourage people, don't let the challenges stop you. Don't let the uh, circumstances intimidate you. Keep going. Keep pushing. Because when you get on the other side of that, it will make you bigger and stronger and better. And so we are grateful, but we give God glory. We know God's gift to us is life. Our gift to God is what we do with our lives. So I encourage you to live an extraordinary life, an extraordinary, extraordinary life, and make the most of each and every minute in your life because you are blessed by each and every minute you get to share what you get to share. I also, I also am so grateful for our sponsor. We want to thank Truist Financial. Here's what happened. Two great banks, BB&T and SunTrust, they came together to create an even greater, bigger, better bank, Truist. And they decided to start with care. When you start with care and build a bank from there, you end up with Truist. Truist is a bank that has combined resources, collective passion, continuous pursuit of innovation, and a pursuit of excellence. And they're opening the door to a better financial experience for you and to help you grow your business and grow your community and grow your family. See what the future of finance is shaping up to be at Truist.com. That's T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truist Bank, member FDIC. Well, I have thanked you. I've thanked God, and I want to thank our sponsor. We've done that. Then I want to thank our guest. Now, let me tell you what I have been doing. You know, I've been on this platform, this station, and this uh, journey for almost two decades now. When I first started, many of the shows did not have the app option to go to podcast because there was no such thing as a podcast at that point. And many of those shows got put into an archive. They got put into a vault. And some of them were just incredible. Just incredible. They grew me. They grew the folks who were listening. And so I've been going back through that vault as often as I can to find those gems, those pearls, those diamonds of those interviews that would change your life, change your business, and change your future. And each time I come up with one, I'm like, wow, I got to share this with the audience. I got to share this with the listeners. One of the keys to success in business and in life is they understand the power of service. Martin Luther King Jr. on his last sermon at Ebenezer Baptist Church, we come to know it as the drum major instinct. He had a little piece in that sermon that was life-changing, in fact, for me and many business people because it talks about service. He says, if you want to be recognized, that's fine. If you want to be uh, respected, that's good. But if you want to be great, you got to understand the new definition of greatness. And the new definition of greatness is that you serve. He said, you don't need to have a college education to serve somebody. You don't need to have your now and your verb agree to serve somebody. You don't need to know play about Plato and Aristotle to, to serve somebody. You don't have to have a knowledge of the second uh, theory of thermodynamics to serve somebody. All you need 
is a heart full of love and a soul generated by grace. And you can serve somebody else. And if you serve somebody else, you can be great. Mm. And that's what I want to say to you today. It's time to learn about the power of service. The great organizations understand that service is what separates the great organizations from the good organizations service and if you want to grow a business that prospers and really expands then you got to work on your service here's what you got to know from my book an attitude of excellence i'm thankful for all the people who've been sending us testimonials about the book and how the book has changed their thinking changed their business changed their organizations and all the companies who have been buying the book in volume for all of their people because they want them to have these five areas of development, leadership development on every level of the organization where everybody understands that they must become a leader of one. Then there's change management where you see that change is not the enemy, change is an ally. And those who are going to progress and have greater success are always going to do so through change. All progress is the result of change. Then then team building where you learn to think like a team so you can work like a team so you can win like a team. Not a lot of the agendas. Everybody having no. We on a team focus. We in here. We in it to win it. And then a winner's mindset where you learn to think like a winner, act like a winner, and you start to say, you know what? I don't know how I'm going to do it, but I'm going to win. We as a group are going to win, and we get a winner's mindset. And then customer service. Not good customer service. Not real good customer service. What I like to call wow. W-O-W, wow, customer service, where you wow the customer and the customer becomes your unpaid marketing agent because they go tell everybody they know about how good the service was at your organization. Look, if, if people will get great service, they will become a walking, talking mouthpiece for you. Well, I learned about service from a gentleman named T. Scott Gross. He was and has been the greatest customer service expert I ever met. I wrote about him in my book, An Attitude of Excellence. In fact, I encourage everybody to go to winwithwilly.com, click on the attitudeofexcellence.com website and get a free chapter from the Attitude of Excellence book. But T. Scott Gross, I wrote about him. He was the greatest customer service teacher I ever met. He is now retired, but I'm so glad I got this interview and he is incredible. You're going to be empowered, inspired, and uplifted by this interview. Let's go and hear this interview with my friend T. Scott Gross, the founder of Positively Outrageous Service and one of the greatest customer service gurus I ever met. Let's go. Now, I want to get going because I've got a special guest uh, who I want to make sure we don't miss a moment of time with. You know, I bring you the best and the brightest from around the world. And that's the truth. I bring you the best and the brightest uh, from around the world. And this today's show is no different. Uh, I have a gentleman who is a tremendous speaker a tremendous author, and if you've ever ridden on a Southwest Airlines plane, you can credit this gentleman to having some impact on the way they serve their customers. He is the king of customer service, I like to call him, in my new book, An Attitude of Excellence. I have a whole uh, part in there about the teachings and the thinking of this gentleman. His name is T. Scott 
Gross. And he's the author of the book Positively Outrageous Service. Pause. And he has become the king of customer service as well as the king of helping you brand your business. And now he has a new book called Borrowed Dreams, the roughest, toughest jobs on the planet and what he learned from working them. And I'm just grateful to call him and his beautiful bride, Melanie, but we call her Buns, have them as my friend. Scott, are you there? Willie, you make me sweat just listening to you. <laughs> well, I am so glad to hear your voice and grateful that you could find time in your schedule. I know you got a lot going on. You always got like a 20 jobs beyond speaking all over the world. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on an election uh, uh, coming up in our little town next week. Wow. You, you're working. In, now, what are you going to be elected to? Well, I'm not running, but I'm helping one of my fellow council members. I'm on the city council now. I'm the mayor pro tem. And uh, I'm just having a good time doing it. It's, it. I never worked so hard for for so little. You are so the hold on. Let me see. You're on the city council, the mayor pro tem. You yeah. speak all over the country. You uh, have are writing books. You do all sorts of consulting with people who want to improve their service for their for their customers. And did did I read somewhere that you also do some EMS stuff too? Well, until recently, I did. I covered about 400 square miles of very rural Texas. Wow. And that was a real thrill. I, I so enjoyed that. And, and then you've, you've been a pl- pilot for a number of years. and Yes, Mr. Parkinson won't let me fly anymore. All right. The FAA has no sense of humor. They don't think <laughs> Captain Shakey ought to be flying an airplane. <laughs> I don't understand. Well, that's one of the challenges you now have. You, you, you're, you're fighting and, 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 and winning in a battle with Parkinson's. I like to say that I have Parkinson. It doesn't have me. Amen, amen, amen. And it's not going to get me either, Willie. I can tell you that right now. I know if anybody won't get it, it's not going to get T. Scott Gross. I am the only Parkinson patient that you know who is better this year than he was two years ago. Wow. I weigh more. I'm I'm really in great physical physical shape. It's, It's a real inconvenience, but it's also been a blessing, too. Wow, that's the kind of attitude that makes you a winner, and well, that's that's what that's what makes the difference. You know, I, I when I, I go out, and sometimes people can notice it. It's it's noticeable. I mean, I, I'm not pretty. I do shake a little bit, but it's very little, and and the pills keep it under control. But people will say, "I think you have Parkinson." I have an uncle who has Parkinson, or I have a brother, or I have it. Can I talk? Mm. And so it's been a really wonderful opportunity to. To, to tell people that they can fight it and when. Wow. I, and I'm sure some of the listeners here can are going to be people who also either have it, have it in their family or know someone who has it. And your words of encouragement, I think, will be a blessing beyond what I had planned to talk to you about. I'm glad you brought that up. And the fact that uh, that is something that's be, that you can make a commitment that you're not going to let it get you. You know, it's a real pain in the butt, but that's it's just an inconvenience. It's like having a... I don't know, a nervous tick or a hangnail. It's no big deal. Okay, that's the right attitude. It's not a big deal. And that's what you've done with your life over and over again over these years. Well, why don't, you, why don't we take a moment just to let, we got about a minute in this segment uh, about who T. Scott Gross is. Golly, I'm not really sure. But I will say that writing Borrowed Dreams had a, a great deal in helping me figure it out. Mm. And it all started with uh, City Slickers. When Buns insisted that I give up my type A afternoon and take her to the movie, and I saw Billy Crystal's character having so much fun on these adventures that I decided to turn my life and my work into an adventure, and I did, and it changed who I am, and uh, I'm, I'm a better person for it. 
Wow. Wow. Well, folks, I want you to, to stay tuned because he is one of the great speakers. His name is T. Period. Scott Gross. Hey, we're going to be right back with this special edition from our archives. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. And for sure, your best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I'm so excited today to share with you about our sponsor for this podcast is Truist Financial, a bank where two great banks came together to create an even greater bank. BB&T and SunTrust were great banks on their own, but they came together with a focus on caring, caring for others and caring for small businesses and caring for communities and caring that people will achieve their goals. They came with this concept of caring. And when you start a bank with care and you go from there, you will create a truest financial, a unique bank that will have great impact on our community. Go to Truist. Dot com. Check them out at truest.com. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truest Financial is a member of FDIC. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make sure to tell them at Truest that I sent you. Have a great one. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Hey, to the D.
This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast, and we are grateful for each and every one of you, and we're grateful for this interview. My special guest today is T. Scott Gross. He has been retired for a number of years, but I found this interview in the archives. He's been struggling with Parkinson's, and he has retired, but his organization is still running and still going. PositivelyOutrageousService.com is the way you reach his organization, get access to the people who took over for him, who are all great speakers. They're all friends of mine, and you want to share this information as you get it with the people in your organization about the fact that great service can transform not only your company, not only your finances, not only your future, but also your legacy. So we want to talk more with T. Scott Gross, and we're going to jump back into this interview from the archives. It's going to change your thinking and change your future. Let's get right back to it. How to have great, positive customer service, outstanding, positive, outstanding service is really what it is. POS, positive, outstanding service. And I said, if you've ridden a Southwest Airlines uh, plane at any time and you've experienced their really wild, outrageous, terrific service, then you can say that you are a friend of Scott Gross. His name is T. Scott Gross. He's known around the world for his high energy platform programs and his speaking skills, his energy and his uh impact on companies. He is a lifelong learner, always trying new things and trying new ideas. He's written 12 fun to read books and they are all incredible uh, management tools, uh, positively outrageous service. And he's done uh, positively outrageous services. The first of what he calls a trilogy of service uh, books, why service stinks and exactly what to do about it. And when customers talk, turn what they tell you into sales. And he also has written, uh, written a new book called Borrowed dreams borrowed dreams and it's somewhat like a novel but also it tells life lessons management lessons that he learned through the things he's done in life and he's done a number of things and he's just an incredible 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 guy and i'm just honored to have him and his wife as my friends and i just want to talk to him today about how he can give you some ideas that help you to turn your life, turn your life in a new direction or help your life to get better or help you to really start to maximize your potential. And if anybody can do it, T. Scott Gross can do it. Thank you, Scott, for being on with me. My pleasure. Now, tell us about this uh, book, Borrowed Dreams, and what we'll learn from it. Well, I wanted to learn how to manage high-performance teams. And I thought the best way to do that would be to work on high-performance teams. And so actually, I wanted to learn from the worker, not from their boss. So I picked 13 interesting, difficult, sometimes dangerous jobs and went, went and worked them. It was really a blast. I became a wildland firefighter, one of my favorites. I worked with the Border Patrol on the Mexican border, another favorite. I was a medic on a helicopter uh, ambulance in the Midwest, not my favorite. Uh, I worked in a hotel laundry room, not my favorite, but I learned a whole lot in a hotel laundry room. Yes. And... Um, uh, chef on Amtrak, that was a great one. I just, I just had a, I worked at John Deere in the foundry. It was just awesome. What it was incredible. It took me 
two and a half years uh, to, to to complete the adventures, and it's just changed who I am. And that's what the book talks about. Yeah, you know, it reads sort of like a novel. I mean, you, if you just want to sit down and read it, it's a fun read. Uh huh. Um, but but each chapter has a lesson. Wow. Wow. Now, what are some of the things that people uh, for that you learned in these processes that, we, that the audience can take in, whether they are entrepreneur or entrepreneur or small businessmen? We got a lot of my friends who listen are truckers, some are doctors, some are lawyers, some are I've uh, got a lot of people who are with Amway and and different uh, network marketing groups, Mary Kay and and Noni. And so a, a lot of folks I've spoken for, they also listen. So people who are trying to grow their business, how, how uh, can they use some of these strategies and what are some of the things they can do to take advantage of this book right now? Well, I'll give you one of my favorites. Uh, and I learned it in the hotel laundry room at the Doubletree Hotel in Dallas. I was working with a fellow by the name of uh, Walker. I think that was his name. A really nice guy. Been in that hotel laundry room for about 100 years. It's a dark, humid, hot, nasty work. I learned to hate cheerleaders because they use every towel in the, in the joint. Uh, <laughs> They had a 22-story chute that they dropped the laundry down, and you'd hear the air whooshing, and people would yell, incoming, and we'd all dive away from the chute so we didn't get hit with half a ton of laundry. But I learned something at the end of the first day when um, there was one bag of stuff left to, to handle, and it was really, I won't go into the details, it was really gross. Uh-huh. You wouldn't want to touch it. And um, my, my mentor said, um, why don't you sit down, Mr. Scott? You've had a long day. I've got one more bag of laundry to finish. And I said, well, no, no, if you're doing it, I'll, I'll help you. He said, well, it's, it's pretty nasty. I said, well, uh, that's okay. He said, do you want a pair of gloves? I said, are you wearing gloves? He said, no, I'm just going to wash my hands. I said, well, I can do that too. Well, now, I was a bit of a celebrity guest at the at Doubletree, and, so, and they, they, they pleasantly called me writer boy. Uh-huh. And the head housekeeper saw me from across the, the laundry room diving into this awful mess. And she comes yelling, waving a pair of bright yellow gloves, yelling, Mr. Scott, Mr. Scott, Mr. Scott. And I reached in up to my elbows in this stuff. And Walker looked at her and he said, don't worry, Eva. He don't, he don't need no gloves. He's just like us. Mm. There is a moment, when it, and it's a palpable moment, when you actually become, when you step from new guy to team member. Mm. I, I saw that again when I worked as a firefighter in uh, Redding, California, after a particularly... I, I know they respected me as a person, but as a firefighter, I had, had not proven myself yet. And the first big fire we went on, we were dog-tired, come back, smoke-smelling and, and muddy, and it was just awful. It was great, I actually. And I started um, hauling dirty hose off the engine and started to wash the hose. And, and the team leader said, they, these guys call me Viagra Boy, because <laughs> they were all way older than me. <laughs> um, these guys had biceps. I had, that was a that was a new concept for me. Biceps. I hadn't had biceps in a long time. But um, he said, "Come here." And we climbed up on, on top of the engine, and there, under a piece of canvas, was a, a small logo that looked something like uh, the Rebel Alliance in the, in Star Wars. And he said. This is our logo. We're the good guys, and now you're one of us. So there's there's this moment when you become a member of the team. Wow. Um, I also learned that art happens when the work and the worker connect. People who work in in a in a dungeon 
environment or locked away from the customers, they start. They can become artists when they have some kind of connection with the folks who are going to use the product of their work. I was uh, working as a chef on it. Well, no, a better, better example of it is I was working as a pastry chef. And the guy who was training me was a fellow named Antonio. We worked, you, you know, they said, we'll, we'll call you about 3 o'clock and, and wake you up. And I'm thinking, at night, in the afternoon? No, it's in the morning. <laughs> I didn't know there was a 3 o'clock in the morning. But we, we worked all day, and just about 7 or 8 o'clock, uh, we had taken all these cookies out to a retail area where they were going to sell them in the lobby of the hotel. And Antonio said to me, put your apron on the clean side. So I turned my apron around and went out. I had my chef hat on and my chef coat and my apron on the clean side. And he kind of arranged me like he was, he was going to have me pose for a picture. And I said, Tony, what are we doing out here in the lobby? He said, because they will see the cookies and they will see you and they will think there is the cookie man. Mm. What what Tony says is when people would see that I'm the cookie man. Well, now I, now I'm not baking cookies anymore. Now I'm I'm creating art out of chocolate chips and flour. So art happens. So I think one of the things everybody should do is you should always sign your work mm. and have your team members sign their work. It's a very important thing. And we have got time for another one. Yes, yes, go. Midnight, um, pager goes off. I'm living in the country, jump in the in the car and head out to a stage scene. It's not a fake scene. It's, it is a stage. You, you, as a first responder, go a couple of blocks away from the actual scene of the accident or incident. This is EMS, correct? Yeah, uh-huh. and you're waiting for um, the sheriff to come and make sure there's no violence and that it's safe enough for you to, to, to come with that without adding yourself to the pile. So I raced across the dam in Centerpoint, Texas, and I turned the, to the left at the top of the dam and... I was at the scene. I didn't mean to be there, but I was just there. And there were about 12 of the, you know those people that you say, I wouldn't want to meet them in a dark alley? Yes. They were, they were all there in a dark alley. And there's one guy in there who's got stab, laying on the side of the road. He's got four stab, stab wounds in the chest and three in the back. And they got him kind of lined up, and he got his ankles crossed, and he got his arms crossed. And Buns yells, Buns always went with me on my, my run. She yells, he twitched. He's, he's alive. I got to get out. I'm not supposed to, but I got to get out. And I'm pumping this guy's chest, and I'm bagging it, helping breathe. And he's got so many holes that the more I pump, the more blood's on the ground. And the guy's yelling over my shoulder, "Help him, dude! Help him! Don't let him die!" And I'm thinking, is this a nice guy or what? And then, <laughs> and then I find out he's the perpetrator. He, he didn't want him, the guy to die, so he wouldn't have a, a murder sentence. So we get the guy loaded up, and, and then I fall apart. And what I learned was this, and this is a real important one. Competence holds fear at bay. Mm. It's not that you're not afraid. It's that you have an intelligent sense of the risk, and you, and you hold that fear over there because you know that you know what you're doing, and that makes you comfortable. So you first are you, you become competent, and then you become confident, and then you become comfortable. And... This is true for today's workforce. If you're an employer, you need to know that your people don't want to look stupid. Wow. Hold that thought. We've got to come back. That is incredible. Folks, you're listening. I hope you're taking notes like I am, because this is some good stuff. You're listening to my friend. His name is T. Scott Gross, and he is awesome. Yes, he is awesome. And this is an awesome interview from The Vault. 
that I am so grateful and glad I found. And you wait till he starts talking about relationships and how to win in your relationships by serving your spouse. Oh my God. And then he'll talk about how to grow your business by growing your service culture. This is incredible. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast with a special show from the archives. And it's going to get better and better. Stay tuned. And we're going to be right back after this break for station identification. We'll be right Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. And I want to thank you all for listening. And I want to take a moment to thank you for sharing. Because as you share this information with your friends, your family members, your co-workers, it really does reverberate. And people start to have greater success. And they wonder what changed. Well, I always say it's your inputs that determine your outputs. Garbage in, garbage out, but good stuff in, huh? good stuff out. And we try and give you good stuff every week. And I want to encourage you to make sure you listen and share this information with everybody you can. Because when people start to grow, when they start to succeed, when they start to prosper, they realize that it was because of the influence of people who were positive in their lives that helped them to grow. So share this with everybody you know. And then I also want to take a moment to thank our sponsor again, Truist Financial. When you start with care and you build a bank from there, you end up with Truist. BB&T and SunTrust were great banks, but they merged to form a greater bank, Truist with a shared purpose to inspire and build better lives and communities and to make a difference. You might have seen some of their commercials on television. Truist is serious about making a difference. Let me tell you, they've earmarked 60 
billion dollars, that's billion with a B, to invest in, photo, in affordable housing, nonprofit support, and small business growth in their truest community benefits plan. So they are committed to better banking, better community service, and making a difference because they care. Check them out at truest.com. That's T R U I. ST.com. Truest Financial is a member of FDIC. For those joining us, I am doing a special show that's taken from our archives with my friend, the one and only T. Scott Gross, the king of positively outrageous service. We're going to jump back into this interview as he talks not just about service, but also about how to have a great relationship. Oh, you got to hear what he has to say. Let's jump right in right now. And those who have a positive attitude tend to succeed in greater number than those who don't. Uh, if you're in the Washington area, you might have seen me yesterday morning on Fox Morning News. And I talked about the seven steps for my new book, Turning Setbacks into Greenbacks, that will impact your getting through these tough times and making it through and living not just to get through them, but to win through them and thrive through them. And that's what I want to talk with my friend T. Scott Gross a little more about is uh, some ideas about helping people get through these economic times but i want to make sure before i do that uh, you go to his website tscottgross.com you got articles and and audios and videos and and he'll make you laugh i mean he's hilarious and i love hearing him speak we work together on different events and he's got great books as i said i use his positively outrageous service book as part of my new book an attitude of excellence in the, in, the, in the section of customer service because he's the best in the world and he has a new book called borrowed dreams borrowed dreams and i want you to go get a copy of that at his website and, and, and Scott, I want to throw this back again, that you talked about a lesson you learned that competence uh, holds fear at bay. And that if you have a competence, that you're willing to work on yourself and have an aptitude, not just an attitude, but an aptitude of excellence, then it impacts your confidence, which then leads to being comfortable. Am I right? You are exactly right. And, and, and so what are those things that you learned through these processes? Well, one interesting thing that I learned, Willie, is that uh, everybody has needs to be part of something bigger than themselves. Mm, okay. And of the four things that you have to have to have a really high-performance team, one of them is a compelling cause. You have you have your faith. Uh, I, uh, that's bigger than you. It's bigger than all of us. Uh, I have my, my work with city government. It consumes me. I spend more hours on that than I do anything else, practically, and I make nothing for it. But it's a cause that's bigger than me. And what I found out is that every team, you know, one of the things that Southwest Airlines has that nobody else has, they have an enemy. Mm. Every team needs an enemy. And if, you don't, if your team doesn't have one, you need to get one. And I think you need to regard this economic indiscretion as an enemy. That's the enemy. That's who we're fighting. You've got to have something to fight against. When I when I became a wildland firefighter, I I checked into the barracks first. At the time, I was well, I was two and a half times as old as most of the kids that were showing up there, and they had biceps and six packs, and I had a no biceps and a keg or a pony keg, and <laughs> you know they could run and I couldn't, and and I I was so worried that I was going to be at the bottom of the class, and then I saw the answer to my dream, a fat boy, <laughs> and I thought. Hot dog, a fat boy. I can outrun the fat boy. And, and I thought that was funny until I was out, heading out to a fire one one afternoon, and we were all in Nomex. We got these masks on. We looked 
kind of spacey and a guy pulls his 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 uh, hood um, away from his face and he says I'm so glad to see you in my class and I'm thinking he saw me on TV he's read one of my books I said really I got all puffed up he said yeah this guy was 31 he was the second oldest guy in class he said I, I was glad when I saw you because I, I knew I could beat you because you're the old guy. So I had my enemy, he had his. Mm. And, it, and, and our enemy right now is this economic whatever you want to call it. Yes, yes. And what are you telling folks? That they got to gotta fight for their dreams and fight against this economy. What are you telling your friends, family? I know your clients are calling you and asking for advice. What are you telling average Joe and Jane uh, uh, Doe who are out here trying to figure out what to do? What are the advice you're telling them? The same thing that Dave Ramsey said the other night in his uh, Town Hall for Hope. You gotta work, we got to work ourselves out of it. Mm. And, you know, I have to have to admit my business is down. But you want to know why it's down? Because I'm not marketing like I'm supposed to. I know that. And, you know, the first thing to do is get off your butt and do something. Right. In Borrowed Dreams, I learned that people always would say, they come up to me and they say, I read your book. I could have done that. Yeah, but you didn't. I did. You're, you're trapped by the couch. We think we're trapped by our circumstance. No, no, we're trapped by the couch. You've got to get up off your keister and go to work. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, I know in our own business, we, speaking is a little bit slower than it's supposed to be. Right. And we resurrected one of our original companies, uh, which is a, a video production, video-based training program uh, producers. And we're having a ball. Mm. And, and it, we realized we should have done this when, when times weren't bad because there's plenty of business out there. You just have to go look for it. Right. So, you know, I wouldn't want to pie, pie in the sky. If somebody is unemployed and, and hurting, you're unemployed and you're hurting. But, you know, people say, good to see you. And I always say, yeah, it's good to see you, too. It's good to be seen, particularly when you consider the alternatives. That's so, right. That's exactly right. So, uh, first, you've got to get busy. You've got to work our way out of this. What about attitude, though? What are you? Because, obviously, you work on your attitude to have Parkinson's and to say this is this ain't a big deal. This is just a, a small little thing. You've 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 sm- flown, flown planes and and you have done that a lot. I'm I actually was looking at something on headline news the other day about a family who crashed the, the plane crashed. They walked away from it and they said, you know what? We're grateful, but we're not going to stop flying because it's all about the attitude. And so you know, and that song I, uh, that was on before you we came on, I talk about it's all about attitude. What do you tell people about how to work on their attitude during these tough times? You know, I'm not really sure you can. Mm. There, there, there's a, we, our research says that there's about 15% of the population who are just, they, they've got a gung-ho attitude and, and nothing gets them down. Mm. Uh, there's another 15% who should never be allowed to be in contact with the remaining 85%. So there's, <laughs> there, there's nothing you can do to help them. There, there's, a, there's a columnist in our local uh, newspaper who has taken a shot at me kind of a cheap shot, uh, for the last two weeks, each week for the last two weeks. And I'm just waiting to see what he writes for tomorrow's paper. Mm. But I don't care, because that's his problem. It's not my problem. Now, there's 70% in the middle, and these people can be swayed. And it usually takes good leadership to be swayed. So I suggest that you get yourself in with a group that has a leader that has the positive attitude and can drag you right along with it. 
I love that. And you know, I, I think you're absolutely right about that, uh, that percentage in the sense of speakers. I, I, when I do speaker training and people, and we're going to be doing a big uh, speaker boot camp actually in our office uh, next month. And if somebody wants to be involved, go to my website and send us an email so we can at least get you on the list of potential people to come. But I tell people in the speaker training that Les Brown told me something years ago that I found to be true. He said, if you got 10 people in a room, three of them going to like you because you showed up. Three, I'm going to like you because what you say. Three, I'm going to like you because the way you said what you said. And one is not going to like you no matter what because they're just negative. And they're just negative and they, they have made up their mind. They want to be mad at the world. And so we've got to understand that that's why as speakers, when you got a room where somebody's negative and they got a, a, a difficult or uh, body language, don't let them throw you off and don't, don't change your whole speech to try and cater to them because they already came in and made up their mind that they want to be negative. As, as I think it was um, Norman Vincent Peale said, uh, like the man who came out of the tattoo shop with a tattoo on his hand, on his arm, he was drunk and stumbling down the street and on his arm was a tattoo that said he said uh born loser and and when the pat tattoo artist came out after him he said why did that guy get that tattoo he's i don't understand why he would do that he said before he tattooed it on his arm he had tattooed it on his brain Ain't that good? That's good. Yeah. So 15% are, are, are gung-ho. 15% are, are going to be negative, have, have made up their mind. They're born losers, but those 70%. And I'm glad the people are listening are part of the 70% at least, or the 85% who are who are willing to grow themselves, who are willing to develop themselves, who are willing to be more, achieve more. And we've got Scott Gross on with us who's helping people do that literally around the world. Uh, in the next minute, we've got a minute in the segment. Scott, tell them some of the things you've done with companies companies like Southwest and, and how you've been able to share some ideas with them. You know what? I haven't done a thing. Well, uh, yeah, right. I, I really haven't done a thing. I, I, have, I think I have given a name to, the, to something that people have been wanting to do. They just needed an excuse and they needed something to call it. Well, you... And I came along with this idea of Positively Outrageous Service, and there isn't a single new idea in my book but I guarantee you'll love reading it. Well, I don't know about a single new idea, but I had never read them before I read your book. And I have told, I do a program at churches called First Touch, where people get customer service for churches. And I'm telling you, people love when I start quoting your quotes out of that book. I have to tell you, Willie, I was so surprised to find out that uh, one of the mega churches on the East Coast has created a, se- a series of six sermons based on positively outrageous service. Wow. Oh, and, you know, we wow. serve one another. We serve our spouses. You know, I'll tell you, we'll talk about holding hands when we get back. That's right. We got a lot to talk about. If you've got a loved one, you want to improve your relationship, you want to improve your marriage, I want you to get around this radio. Don't get out of the truck. Don't get out of the car. Don't leave the room because he's going to tell you how long y'all been married. Oh, 34 years. All right, he's going to tell you how he and his wife are like newlyweds every time you see him. And you're listening to a special edition of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast with a special message from the vault. You're going to hear more coming up right away. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and for sure, your best is yet to come. Stay tuned. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. You can call on me. Call me. You can call on me. Pick up the phone. You can call me. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you. Grow your mindset. Grow your future. Grow your finances. Go to WJSpeaks.com. Dot com slash billionaire. WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back with a special edition of the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways show and podcast where we are going back into the vault and getting a great interview that most people did not hear because I was on a whole nother network, a whole nother channel, and I uh, had these in a vault and I had to go literally find them and get some of my team to help me find them. But this one is so profound because it not only talks about positively outrageous service and the impact it can have on your business, but he also talks about relationships. And since I found the interview, I called him and his wife. As I said, he's retired now. And he's dealing with the effects of Parkinson's. But we had a nice chat. And they told me their love story. 46 years. And this interview that was done when they were around 33 or 34 years. But 46 years, he said, we are doing great. And we have the most incredible love story. He's going to talk about some of the things that created this great relationship that you can replicate and use in your relationship. Let's jump back into this interview with T. Scott Gross, the founder of Positively Outrageous Service, the books and the series. 
I got my friend. His name is T. Scott Gross. T. Scott Gross has been learning how to dance in so many different ways. And one of the things I wanted to make sure he talked about, because this is something that he does kind of just offhandedly shares with his audiences and without question gets an incredible response. And that is about having a happy, successful, wonderful marriage and relationship where you don't have drama. You got a lot of love and you got a lot of of joy and you are making your house a place where you want to come and not go and stay away from. And he's been doing it for over 30 years and his beautiful bride, Melanie, we call her Buns, is just incredible. And my wife and I, we love them. And when they come to D.C., we always like to spend time with them because we learn from them. We, 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 We see from them. And even today, we see how they just seem like newlyweds. What's the secret? It's the darndest thing, but you've been married 25 years, you said? I've been married almost 25. Not quite yet, but we're working on it. Can, can you still control your own body temperature? <laughs> <laughs> no. She walks in a room and I just go to pieces. Yeah, I give that up. I'll be laying there in the bed in the middle of the night, sound asleep, and the covers go flying off the bed. <laughs> and an announcement will be made, we're roasting. <laughs> and I'm thinking, I didn't know that. I was asleep. <laughs> But I don't say anything, really. I have learned I, I not just, to say anything. I have learned not to say anything. I just lay there in the fetal position and I wait because I know in five minutes the covers will be right back up and the announcement will be, will be made. We're freezing. So <laughs> the best tactic is, you know, I've gone selectively deaf. Yes. Uh, I just don't hear some things. No, actually, uh, it's kind of a funny thing. This this business of ours is speaking and this being in public, it's you don't know when you're going to say something important. Right. And you don't know who you, who it's going to be important to or why. And what I somebody once said at uh, our association, National Speakers Association, they said that um, the important stuff was the, 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 the between stuff, not the not the stuff that you think you brought to the platform. Right. And some years ago, I used to tell this story about shopping at Sears, and I talk about walking into Sears holding hands, and, and as a as a throwaway, I say, we always hold hands, and if you always hold hands, you'll always be married. And, and I thought that was just, I just threw, it was a throwaway line. And, and then the next part of the story is the, the, the vultures are standing there on the aisle, in the appliance aisle, and they say, washer, dryer, and I say, no, I'll just hose her off when I get her home. <laughs> but, but the funny thing is, is that more people in 20-some years of presenting, more people have Talk to me about that line. If you always hold hands, you'll always be married. I had a guy come up to me one day. I forget where I was speaking, but I, he had seen me speak in Peoria, of all places. And he heard, uh, he, he sat, sat through three of my presentations. They were the same presentation, just back to back. He said, Mr. Gross, I heard you speak in Peoria. I heard you speak three times. And I'm thinking, this guy needs something to do. And he said, but the middle presentation, you did not mention that thing about holding hands. I thought, wow, that's pretty observant. And I said, oh, I'm sorry about that. He said, well, you're speaking today, and I want you to be sure you tell that because I brought my wife here to hear that. Mm. Now, that's just an amazing thing. But more people have, counted, uh, have remarked on that line. And I think the thing that's really cool is we do hold hands. We always hold hands. Uh, she's the one with the purse. And, and when we walk down the hall at a, at a conference room or whatever, people will say, look, they're holding hands. You know, that's amazing. Folks, I hope you get this. I And I got I to concur. Uh, last Tuesday, and I think I mentioned this to you when we were uh, talking beforehand on preparing for the interview, that I went to a uh, home 
Depot. And my wife and I are uh, renovating our home. We had been out of town. We came home. We ran, went to get some lights. And while we were there, we looked at some things and we walked out and we were holding hands. And uh, a, a old friend of mine drove into the parking lot and drove up behind us and bumped a horn. Bomb, bomb, bomb. I said, oh, I turned around. Hey, how you doing? She said, you guys still hold hands? And I, I thought for a second, I said, doesn't everybody? And, 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 you know, it's such that people think that you're supposed to stop. You did it when you were courting, but at some point you're supposed to stop. And my question is why? That's a very good question. You know, when we moved into this new neighborhood for the first six months, the neighbors referred to us as the newlyweds. Mm. And that couldn't be further from the truth. But, oh, by the way, yes. speaking of relationships... Um, I always tell my audiences that, that they have me as long as one of us is alive, and I hope it's I'm the last one, but define it for yourself. You know, I have a lot of, I do a lot of work with school teachers, and some of them kind of get a little crabby that they're not getting paid what they would like to get paid. And I say, if you want to make a lot of money, put makeup on all over your face and learn to play the electric guitar. Because that's, that's who gets paid, the rock stars. Right. And you're not a rock star. Yes. They get paid in money. You get paid something, in something else. Not that teachers should be underpaid at all, but first you've got to define success. Mm. And, and I, I, I just wrote a little article about living life half fast. You have to be careful when you say that, mm-hmm. half fast. Uh, there's a contingent of people out there that my grandmother died 30 years before she left the, 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 the living she didn't try a new food, didn't try a new ideas, didn't meet new people, didn't go new places. She did the same thing every day for the last 30 years of her life. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to live like my tail is on fire. Hmm. Hmm. Wow. That, that, folks, did you get that? I hope everybody got that, that many people die 30 years before they leave this planet and they don't grow, don't stretch, don't take advantage of the opportunities. They don't try new things. They're afraid. They don't leave their home. They don't, they don't go to new places. They don't do anything that other than the daily grind or daily, if they retire and sit in a wheelchair, I mean, in a wheelchair or rocking chair, but whatever it is, whether you're in a wheelchair or whether you uh, are uh, disabled or whatever, it should not stop you from thinking new thoughts, trying new ideas and growing and going to the next level. I want to say that is profound, a profound pearl right there. And I hope you got it. This is a great time. Well, T. Scott Gross, I got one minute left in the interview. I want to thank you. I want everybody to go to tscottgross.com, get his book, uh, Borrow Dreams. And I want you to, again, reach out to him at scott at tscottgross.com. And any closing thoughts in the last 30 seconds, Scott? Yeah, I guess the one thing I learned from writing Borrow Dreams, which really did change my life, it gave me a great sense of, of presence and poise and composure. I, I can't replace anywhere else. But it's simply this thought. If you're not living on the edge, you're taking up too much space. Mm. Wow. What a great way to close this interview, folks. That's my good friend, T. Scott Gross. Go to his website. Get his materials. God, do me a favor. Kiss that beautiful bride of yours for me. I'll do it just for you. All right. And I hope to see you soon. Hopefully, I'll get down to Center Point. Texas. Say hey to D. I shall. Thank you so much. My friend T. Scott Gross has been my guest today. What a great story. Again, I want you to go to his web, Scott, website and, and get some of the books. Borrow Dreams. I'm holding it in my hands. And this is a book that, that Mark Victor Hansen says, T. Scott Gross makes me smile. As a storyteller, thinker, creative genius, and friend, you'll love his brilliant insights in this work. And I, I concur with that. He is a speaker's speaker. 
speaker, a thinker, thinker. And again, uh, many times in the church work and, and corporate work I do, I, I, I don't have to be the expert in customer service. I just pull out one of T. Scott Gross's books and I, I just use some of his strategies. And if uh, Southwest can become the landmark type of service provider for an airline that they are, and he was the one who gave them the training, then you know I can help my people grow my business, and you can do the same. Well, what an incredible, incredible experience from holding hands. Now, that was uh, recorded when I was about 25 years in marriage. Now I'm at 37, so that's 13 years ago, and we still hold hands. And he was right. If you hold hands, you won't get divorced. <laughs> I haven't found anybody who holds hands who goes around talking about, I got divorced. No, because there's something about holding hands. You're not just holding hands, you're holding hearts. And how he also shared about how to create outstanding mindsets for success and your future. Now, I want to encourage you, his organization, he's retired, but his organization is run by two other friends of mine who are part of the National Speakers Association. Go to PositivelyOutrageousService.com. PositivelyOutrageousService.com. Now, I want to thank our sponsors again from Truist, Truist Financial, who have just hung in there and stayed with us. This has been fantastic, a relationship. They're an incredible bank. Two great banks came together and they started with care and built a bank from there. It's called Truist. It cares about you, our community, and about our country. Go to Truist.com. T-R-U-I-S-T.com. Truist Financial. Hey, a member of FDIC. And I want to thank all of you. I want to encourage you to go to winwithwilly.com. Sign up for the newsletter. Get some of the resources there. And then join us every Monday night, 9 o'clock uh, Eastern Time. 9 o'clock Eastern Time on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram, and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live for Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast. Well, we talk about marriage. We talk about the things that break up marriage, sex, money, communication, and how you can fix them, and you can be like T. Scott Gross, and how you can have a great marriage. Well, that's all I got for you today. Share this with everybody you know, and remember to make the most of each and every minute. Because your best is yet to come. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged 
to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire. WillieJolly.com slash billionaire or WJSpeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.